Welcome back to the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Chris Williams today from Ames, where I was always sat down like I do every Tuesday with Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell. Today's podcast brought to you by our friends at Heartland Flags. Heartland Flags has been a longtime sponsor of us here at Cyclone Fanatic, and Man, I really appreciate that. They've brought you guys a lot of podcasts over the years. So please, one of the one of the things that's cool about our community is when you guys give back to our advertisers that keep it free for you. And the reason they keep coming back is because of you. So with all that being said, I'm asking you today to go and purchase some flags from Heartland Flags. Tell them Cyclone Fanatic sent you. Uh, with Christmas season rolling around, they make a great gift for any sports fan, holiday party, anything like that. They got it all at Heartland Flags. Here's today's conversation as we look ahead to Saturday's 2.30 kick with the Baylor Bears. Here's my conversation with Matt Campbell. Welcome to our weekly conversation with Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell here on 1460 KXNO. Iowa State got a good um, 27 to 3 win over Kansas over the weekend. Got that coveted 2:30 kick coming up on Saturday against Baylor. I'm so happy for that coach for the fans. It's been a really rough tailgating season when you look at well what happened the first game gets canceled. The second game, it's like 110 degrees or whatever it was. Um, the Thelia deal against Akron, really, I mean, nobody felt like tailgating right. much that day. All these 11 o'clock kicks. This is going to be great. 2.30, it's going to be like 35 degrees. A team from Texas is coming up. I'm fired up for Saturday. Yeah, I, I know it's great, number one, to have a 2.30 game. And I, I think for us, you know, we've been in since our bye week. It's been back-to-back 11 o'clock games yeah. and feel like, you you know, you're kind of trying to play from ahead at times. But uh, I great for us our fans and I, I can say this Chris I can't tell you enough even last Saturday you know our, our fans at Kansas um, it's a powerful moment down there fourth quarter you know you got the cyclone power chant going on and just it, it was it was really special so we're, we're beyond grateful for what they've done I've said this multiple times they've been the foundation to why we've been able to kind of turn things around and, and their energy and, and their their loyalty to us I'm, I'm grateful for and I, I think too I, I I've said this for years, and I'd love to pick your brain on it, the November games, the November home games. I think it's a real advantage for Iowa State, given that you're the northern post in the Big 12. And for years, it was kind of like Iowa State fans would be like, oh, we don't want those November home games. I think that Iowa State could use this as a huge advantage. I look forward to the Iowa State fan base, and I believe that they will, kind of adopting like a – frozen tundra type theme or whatever to it and because you guys have texas coming up here next november i think it could be really cool and i I do look forward to seeing if iowa state fans kind of adopt that i believe that they will yeah my my gut feeling says that they (laughs) will you know but uh yeah i I think it's great for me just the fact to be at home be in jack trice stadium um especially this time of year and there's games that are that mean something it's where we've wanted to get our football program to and and give back to these fans that have been given so much to us so we're excited for that and really excited to be back home all right um i want to ask you about a couple of individual guys before we get to baylor watching the tape um from the kansas tape game back PV get, gets a lot of love after the kansas game he made the strip play he made some really nice plays I could make the argument, though, I believe that he's underrated 
And the reason being, a lot of these lockdown corners that we see at every level of football don't put up the stats. Well, the reason they don't put up the stats is because no one's throwing to them. We, could I, if I made the argument that Brian Peavy nationally, believe it or not, is underrated, would you would you buy that? Yeah, I would. You know, and I think that's a little bit to do exactly with what you said. You know, Brian's a guy that has played at such a high rate, really, over the last two years, that so much of the direction of offenses go away from what he, you know, where he's at on the football field. But, you know, I, I think the credit has to go to Brian that you get yourself to that that point and that tells you how good you really are and you know then the ability that when the ball does come your way to still be able to make plays on it and knowing that it's not consistently going there is really impressive and I think that's where he's got his game he's playing at such a high rate right now and really over the last four weeks Mm -hmm. maybe the best football is his career and you know it's been huge for us and he's certainly been an anchor to that secondary the other one is um, Colin Olsen the offensive lineman he um I have no idea. I always tell people, no, I ask Ben Bruns about offensive linemen and how they grade out because it's really hard to tell. He's a really neat story, though. I think that I'd like to chronicle it a little bit more. Ankeny kid, so so he's from here. The Did, did he come to you in the offseason? Did you go to him? I, I've heard this story a little bit in the past, but he's playing at a really high level, and I, I do think it's interesting the selfless move that he made to make the team better. Well, you know, I think for me, again, it goes back to trying to always find a role for every kid in your program. And I, I saw Colin and, and, you know, what my appreciation for him over the two years prior to have been his work ethic and mm-hmm. watching him in the weight room, watching him work out. He's the guy that wins every sprint. And I think sooner or later, you're in the back of your mind, how do we find a role for this guy? And, you know, I jokingly said at the end of, of you know, the bowl game season, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to move you to the O-line. And he said, okay. And um, I remember we got back early part of January and I said listen I'm serious about this I think you got a chance to to help yourself and get on the field and so you know we had that conversation I know he was really excited about it you know Colin's one of those guys like so many kids we've had that it's whatever's best for the football team Mm -hmm. and he's he kind of has he's played that way now since he's had that opportunity to to go in and, and start and you know I think it says so much about what his character is not only to be ready to start but now to play the way he has consistently it's been really impressive and to be honest with you it's, it's really settled things in for that offensive line yeah it, it sure has let's look ahead to Baylor um I I'll be honest with you I I feel like I I kind of joke that I I like to think that I watch as much Big 12 football as anybody over the years and I I don't they're the one team in the league that I don't feel like I really know what they're identity is yet I know that they have crazy athletes I really like Rule as a coach I think that he's over the last two years the situation that he took over it's been impressive I mean they were nearing the death penalty at one point not that long ago and now they're playing for bowl eligibility on Saturday but I Let's start on defense. What what about them makes it work when they're playing well? Because they, again, it, it just 
I can't put my finger on what this football team's all about, but they do have some results to back it up. Yeah. You know, I, I think the first thing is, number one, is how hard their kids play and what jumps off the film. And that goes to credit, to obviously, Coach Rule and the culture that he's building down there. But this group does play consistently really hard across the board. And, you know, defensively, when that's your foundation, playing hard with attitude and effort, I think you've seen that with our program, that it gives you a chance. And, you know, they're they're playing a mix of, I think, 9 of 11 starters back, guys that played in this defense a year ago. They know where they fit. They understand, you know, what's being asked of them now. And then also sprinkle in some really talented, skilled young players mm-hmm. that have kind of come in. Um, they're aggressive. They're two defensive ends, maybe two of the better pass rushers in our conference. And, you know, I think they have the ability to get after you, create negative yardage plays, certainly have the ability to create turnovers when you have two defensive ends that have the ability to create havoc like their guys do. So um, run sideline to sideline probably as well as anybody since TCU that we played. Four-man front, is that correct? I mean, you haven't seen that for a while. Yeah, four-man front and, you know, base out of it, you'll get a little bit of a three-man front at times. And, you know, they create some multiplicity with what they're trying to do too right now. But I'd say 70% of the time you're going to get a four-man front. So definitely different for us. And, um, you know, we're going to have to get back to, to blocking those schemes and our schemes against that as, as we prepare for this game. Offensively, they again I, I'm struggling to find exactly what they're trying to do but you you look up and down and they've scored a lot of points this year what um what do you anticipate from them I think Iowa State fans are still accustomed to the Bryles days when it was 60 points they can't really do that all the time now but again if they get into a track meet they've proven this year that they can beat you like that yeah they can and they can because of their skill you know they're they're receiving core um, really talented their ability to run especially create space a lot of guys that can make you miss in space and everything really revolves around the quarterback you know their their quarterback situation really talented young guy played as a freshman last year have seen him just continue to get better got dinged up early in the West Virginia game but came back last last week in the fourth quarter of the game and won the football game for him against Oklahoma State so I think what you're going to get is a team that's number one really confident number two has got the right playmakers in the right places and then number three when the foundation great attitude and effort you know and guys that believe then you're going to get a real great challenge for us here come Saturday well I'm looking forward to it I know the fans are as well and um I don't think there's a lot of people like night games. I think the 2:30 kick is perfect. You start in the day, you end at night. Iowa State's playing for a shot at the Big 12 championship. So congrats on Saturday and uh, best of luck against the Bears. All right. Thanks so much. Go Cyclones.